1: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective.
0: 2020 on Vision. It is a big week ahead. The political agenda is quite significant, but let's reflect on something significant from the weekend. Of course, all eyes were on the Barnaby Joyce interview and, of course, Barnaby and Vicky Campion, and this went to air last night. Uh, you know all sorts of uh, issues to talk about with it uh, let 's start with the idea of apologies to his wife and daughters. Uh, what were your thoughts
1: well i uh, I thought that at the time that this all went this all happened there was a, I wrote a blog on it actually, and one of the things that I said was I was somewhat encouraged by the fact that people still care about character and leadership in the sense there was an outrage uh, and an outcry against Barnaby Joyce. Uh, when what had happened was discovered by the public at large. And I thought, well, that's probably a healthy sign, because character really does matter. Um, and we can't buy the line that, well, a character's private and it's got nothing to do with your public life. And just because someone's unfaithful in this area of life or they do something wrong in that area of life, it doesn't mean they're unqualified. But, but of course, we know character bears on every area of your life, and, and certainly in leadership it's important. And you know, as Christians, we know that above everything, that character is primary, And I thought, well, that's good. Um, People still believe that. But, of course, then I find out that there's a $150,000 appetite uh, in the media to broadcast uh, all of this information into people's homes. Because whilst people might have been outraged at the time, they still want to hear all the juicy details. Um, I was... Yeah, I was a little upset by that, and I have to say that, really, when it comes to issues of apology, when it comes to issues of making accusations against others, when it comes to really, really serious issues of forgiveness and reconciliation and repentance, these are primarily private issues. Um, The dignified thing to do, really, is to go privately to those who need to be spoken to on these fronts and to deal with it there. Uh, because otherwise, you're either promoting your virtue by saying, "Look how good I am." I've apologized, uh, or you're going publicly and you're making accusations, which actually make relationships worse. So uh, Malcolm Turnbull actually said, uh, "You know, you admonish someone privately, you support them publicly." And there's a really um, there's a really strong principle there. I've worked around people who have been in public life for a couple of years now, um, and that really bears true. Because when you go pr- publicly and make accusations, which is what's happened. Um, then you just riff relationships so the whole public nature of it I think is unfortunate hmm.
0: let's cut to the chase on one of the really significant ethical issues that came out in the interview last night uh, members of parliament trying hmm. to force Vicky Campion to have an abortion and uh, of course uh, Barnaby's Uh, name for those uh, scum of the earth but uh, this is a very significant ethical issue brings to light uh, one of the big challenges of coercion that happens around this issue of abortion but on this particular element of it what uh, what are your thoughts?
1: Well look I think that there are actually some ethical issues that are thrown up by the whole thing that we need to talk about what the first one was uh, the issue of character and does it actually matter Uh, and that was talked about at the time uh, but you've raised the abortion one here, and that, of course, was raised by Vicky. And um, look, again, it's an accusation. and I don't know if it's true, but it's true insofar as there are many, many, many women who go and get abortions because they are pressured into it. Uh, there's been a couple of high-profile stories in the last uh, year or so where uh, you know women who have become pregnant uh, by, by football players have been pressured very strongly. Uh, to go and have abortions. Um, Vicky Campion is claiming the same thing by members of parliament. It seems particularly when there's a PR issue around the birth of this child, um, abortion is the pressure, is, is the avenue that's pressured upon the woman. And I know people who have done counselling for pro-life causes and at work in pregnancy, and things like this. And they will tell you that time and time and time again, uh, this issue comes up. It's very, It's almost unusual uh, in a lot of their experience to have women who are seeking abortions and they're entirely making the free choice and they're entirely keen to do it of their own account and there's no other pressures involved. There's usually something else. There's usually a boyfriend or a partner or a husband who is putting the pressure on or there's usually serious financial constraints uh, or there's a sense that they're all alone, they might have been deserted. Uh, or there's sometimes domestic violence. There's always something going on. Abortion's a particularly messy issue. Most women don't go and find an abortion just because they want one. There's always something else going on, and that's because most women don't instinctively want to do it. Uh, and the honest truth is that abortion is cruel, and it's cruel to women because of the effects that it has on them for the rest of their lives, and it's cruel to children because we know that children from a matter of weeks of age can feel pain and do feel pain in the abortion process so look if that's been happening then it's reprehensible but of course when the wrong thing is done people will always go and try and find ways to cover it up uh, that are wrong without dealing with it appropriately which is actually to make reconciliation uh, and to find forgiveness and to speak and i believe privately to those who are involved
0: Uh, there's so many bad angles bad dimensions to this whole story but if there is a glimmer of light here uh, Martin, this idea that, as I understand it, uh, Vicky Campion felt as though she could never have children, and of course, then you've got this sort of Catholic uh, raising uh, foundation in the life of Barnaby Joyce, and uh, which is a, typically a pro-life. Uh, position and so you have this baby who you might say is a miracle baby because with all the pressure that baby could uh, easily have been done away with but there is a glimmer of light here that it seems to be that the two of them did the right thing at least by the baby.
1: Look that is true there's a glimmer of light we've got the baby is alive uh, and they seem to be making a strong effort to be good parents um Of course, we just don't know what's going on in the private life with the other family that Barnaby has and so forth as well. So it's messy. So it's very, very hard to know. But maybe the best thing as Christians might just be, firstly, I think, uh, not to be part of that $150,000 demand um, on the side of, you know, consuming this stuff just for gossip's sake. But I think we should just pray for them. Um, it's probably the best way to do it because it is a messy situation. And there is a silver lining, but uh, on the whole... Uh, it's something that we hope privately is being worked out well because we all as human beings have our times when we fall uh, and we can't point the finger too arrogantly because we know that we're weak as well. Um, and sometimes the appropriate response is is some sadness over over the errors that have been made and some prayer for those who are involved. Uh,
0: Perhaps a silver lining on what is a very dark cloud. Uh, There was another issue just before we let this abortion issue go. Hmm. uh, Vicky, in fact, says she bought the abortion medicine Online uh, couldn't have an abortion in the ACT. Uh, decided she'd go outside of the borders, but actually bought the abortion medicine online. Uh, this whole RU486 uh, issue with uh, abortion, morning after pill, all those sorts of things. Uh, this brings to light too the the challenges there because uh, this is really a you know this is really a, a cancer in Australia too. The fact that it's so easy to have an abortion.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, the simple fact is that many of the clinics around the country, particularly those in smaller population centres where their business uh, was not um, booming in the first place, um, are now either potentially closing down. So, the, the one in Hobart is closing down, for example, uh, or are reporting a drop off in demand. And it is it is believed that that is because of the widespread use of RU486. Uh, um and so you now have uh, the convenience of abortion has been ratcheted up a notch uh, and and people are taking advantage of it of course nobody ideally wants to uh, you know present themselves at a clinic and all the rest of it uh, and go through the process it's much easier to to pop this pill um the problem with RU486 uh is that actually there's very high um very high rate of adverse side effects i forget the percentage but it's more than 10% um people who women who report having Pretty, pretty serious side effects from taking it, um, and that's something that isn't widely known and it isn't widely talked about. So it's not an entirely safe thing. Um, aside from the fact that it is abortion still, because the child is there and the child is killed by it, uh, but also it causes some pretty serious side effects on many women who take it.
0: Uh, Let's move on from uh, Barnaby Joyce and Vicky Campion. Uh, There's other issues in the news. Uh, Some by-elections that are coming up, and there's been by-election campaigning going on. Some polls suggesting that the coalition would win two of the five seats, uh, Longman in Queensland and Braddon in Tasmania, if that election was held today. Uh, What are your thoughts on uh, the way things are developing with those by-elections, Martin?
1: Well, I think... Probably some will go to Liberal and some will go to Labor. Uh, and if that's the case, then, um, you know, it'll mean nothing to the public. So it'll just look like, you know, all they each want, some good on them. Uh, the, the the problem will be if there is, say, only one Liberal win or one Labor win or no Liberal wins or no Labor wins. That's when it'll get really interesting. Uh, and that'll be if it's if also a coalition, I should say, um, then Labor uh, will have probably a leadership issue on their hands. Um, but if it goes the other way, then... Um, uh, the coalition will probably be sitting there going, well, uh, we really are going to have to wait out uh, this election. We're going to have to have a delayed election. They're going to hold the federal election as late as they possibly can because they need time. But, you know, if they had a really successful run of by-election, there is a rumour that an early election is possible. So I think it'll have some impacts on the leadership very much, certainly just in the media optics and the public eye and the perception, unless it goes to this way, three that way. And if it was to be... Um, if it was to Longman and, and Braddon going to the Liberals, those are good seats for the Liberals to win. Uh, and they would, uh, they would, they would be pleased about that. But I would say too, and I better be careful what I say because you, you can never be fully sure about people because they change with time. But my understanding of the two candidates on the Liberal side in those two seats is they're actually pretty good. Um, and, um, they're solid, solid people. So I, I wouldn't mind that if that happened. We want to have some good people in Parliament. But then again, we also want good people on the Labor side in Parliament. And I don't know anything about the candidates, um, in some of those seats on the Labor side. So we just pray for that.
0: But interestingly, as you say, the outcomes of these by-elections, and as you say, they could go, uh, you know, Liberal or Labor. If it goes to another party, that throws a real spanner in the works. Uh, But some of the issues too, no doubt, that will be high on the... Priority things like those business tax cuts. And uh, and if things don't go the way that the coalition would like those things to go, that may be a determiner of whether there's a delay uh, for a federal election or it may actually, as you say, may even hasten a federal election depending on the outcomes.
1: Well, that's right, it may. So there is a rumour that they might go early if they can. now, at this particular stage, it looks like they can't because they released their budget uh, and it looked like they've got a tiny little boost in the polls, but it's all sort of back to business as usual pretty quickly. I think that's because people aren't really listening to the politicians anymore, so they're not really taking that much notice of what's going on, or even if they are, it doesn't really change the way they feel about it. They're sick of all of them, so they're just plugging along their merry way. Uh, uh, so I think that the coalition don't have the confidence to go to an early election yet. Uh, but if those by-elections were to give them that confidence, because, you know, polls are one thing, but when you actually have an election, it's quite different. People start to think differently, and the polls do change. So they will want to see some real-world testing of their budget and their, their small business tax cuts and things like that. Uh, and, and if the real-world testing goes their way, I actually think we could have an earlier election. So they may not go full term, which would be about middle of next year.
0: Martin, let's pick up on another issue and this is a little bit different to politics but a significant one just the same and around a children's movie Uh, Mm -hmm. One that uh, many listeners will have heard of called Show Dogs. And Mm -hmm. there's real controversy around this movie insofar as it does, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but as I understand it, it uh, endeavours or a part of what the side effects of the storyline go is it sort of normalises the touching of genitals. Uh, Mm -hmm. So it's quite controversial. Uh, What's your understanding about what's so controversial about this movie, Show Dogs?
1: Well, look, it's actually quite, I think it's quite gross. I mean, I was surprised. I heard about the controversy and thought, oh, yeah, you know, it's probably just another movie with a bit of dodgy stuff in it. Um, it is actually a kid's movie. Uh, the aim is actually to release it in time for the school holidays. Um, and that movie contains, uh, well, I mean, basically contains some, some really bad material, which which essentially could could be seen as material that could feed into the grooming of children. Uh, and so there was um, a campaign waged, and Cineplex uh, pulled it, and then event cinemas pulled it, then village cinemas pulled it, and then they pulled it in the U.S. Um, and, it was, and so um, the, the Roadshow Entertainment, the, the, the distributor of that movie, said, well, we're going to edit it and we're going, to re, we're going to re-release it. So they took it away, they edited it, and they've re-released it and said, here, it's all good, we're still going to release it in July the 5th for the school holiday period, um, and it's all fixed. Of course, it isn't fixed. Um, and people need to know this isn't just your average, oh, look, a movie with a bit of dodgy stuff in it, as we know, lots of movies are prone to have. Uh, it's quite serious. Um, as you said, it does normalise um, genital touching uh, by strangers, uh, and as an intrinsic part of the dog movie's vision, yeah uh to complete the show, and uh, to complete to to win the dog show, and um, when he does win the dog show by submitting to this process uh, as part of the whole thing, you know, there's the the song I'm sexy and I know it plays, and it's just quite serious. It's not, it's really not nice. Uh, I don't think people should allow their kids to go and see it. But there is a campaign going on. If people go to ACL Centre for Human Dignity, Centre for Human Dignity. show au, um, there shows link across the top. Uh, email the cinemas as we did last time and they may pull it again because they pulled it the first time uh, and public uh, outcry um, is very important to these businesses or public perception. And so if they feel that people are still not happy, and I hope people aren't happy based on what I just said, um, then um, then they may pull it again. And I think that's important. We don't want children, uh, unsuspecting children, probably from the community at large going along to see it.
0: OK, so au, and I imagine there'll be a link there on the ACL website if people are simply Googling Australian Christian Lobby. It is all about the movie Show Dogs, and when you write a submission, uh, you're writing to Events, Cineplex, and Village Cinemas, and uh, I think uh, you're, you're encouraging people to be respectful and concise when they do. You know uh, make their own opinion known about this, uh, but the mm. encouragement is for these cinemas to remove the movie to stop the movie from being released in Australia because of these dre- dreadful uh, messages that uh, seem to be a part of uh, of the whole storyline. Uh, Martin Isles, always appreciate your. Uh, insights and uh, thank you so much for making yourself available to speak with listeners on a monday morning let me point people to acl.org.au that's the australian christian lobby website and there'll be lots of resources on there where you can get up to date with a christian understanding of so many of the issues politically that we're facing in australia martin thanks for being with us again today on 2020